This is the European edition of Breaking Banks, the world's number one fintech podcast and radio show. We bring you the European unicorns, startups, founders, regulators and leaders innovating the rapidly evolving fintech scene today. A truly localized podcast with both English and local language content with some of the world's most well-known hosts and influencers in the fintech sector globally. Join us every week as we explore what makes the European Union a phenomenal proving ground for many of the fastest growing fintech plays in the world today. Okay, let's roll. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Banks Europe. We are here today for the second episode of uh, our blockchain series. Specifically, today we are uh, going to deep dive a little bit more on the uh, vertical of uh, fintech. We have uh, already um, discussed previously with um, another co-host of mine, Matteo Rizzi, in the previous episode, a little bit more the general overview about the BlockIS project. And today, again, we are here with uh, three startups that participate to the program and are here with us to um, share a little bit their experience and, of course, uh, uh, let us know about their solution and uh, uh, the application that they are using uh, uh, the blockchain for. So I'm very happy to welcome to the show, first of all, Guru Prasad Venkatesha from BQBAI. AI. Thank you. Thanks. Hi there. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Then we have all the way from Serbia, uh, the CTO of Between, Ognjen Kurtic. Thank you. Hello, Glad Ognjen. to be here. Hi. And then last but not least, Dimitar Kiosev from Bulgaria and from the startup Derivium. It's a pleasure Hi, to Dimitar. <laughs> Ciao. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. And uh, um, as I was saying before, um, in this series, we will deep dive a little bit more on the three verticals of the Block IS program, uh, which are, as you know, agri-tech, logistics, and fintech indeed. So the first one, uh, this one, it's more about the uh, financial services. So blockchain application for the financial industry. The first thing I, I want to ask you guys is to give our audience a little bit of uh, um, background of yourself, but more uh, a deep dive into your solution. So tell us uh, what are you actually doing uh, uh, at your startups? Guru Prasad, do you want to start? Uh, sure, I can go first. Nice. So I'm Guru Prasad. People call me Guru. I'm the founder. Better, and thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm the founder and CEO of BQ.ai. We are the ultimate all-in-one AI-driven platform for crypto traders. So a little bit about my background. As a teenager, I built my first company, which was also into trading. And we connected the brokers with the traders and software engineers who were not able to access their platform, that broker's platform on their computers, were able to simply trade on their uh, own accounts through the brokers with just an SMS. So this was my first startup and I had an exit even before I finished my engineering. And after finishing my engineering, I worked for Bosch. I worked for Morgan Stanley as an investment analyst and a trader. And my passion has always been trading, asset management, 
So this is what I have been doing. Um, then my, my interest came to cryptocurrencies. Uh, my life met, led me there. And trader, once you're a trader, you're always a trader. So you always have to find a new asset. And I found Bitcoin for myself. So then we found a, a problem like in this industry that the market trades 24-7. It trades all the time and you cannot be there. You cannot concentrate all the time and you will lose all your energy. So we were thinking of trading bots for ourselves as well as for our customers. Because whenever we were trying to uh, uh, give the money to somebody, we had to give the custody to them. So it was ending up in a Ponzi scheme, like which happened to me, my family, friends and everybody. So we were trying to create a very good platform where we don't take custody of funds of anybody, but still we will give them same kind of returns like any other big successful hedge funds out there. So we created, uh, right now what we have on the platform is automated trading bots, which is completely autopilot, completely hands-off approach for both centralized exchange and decentralized exchange. And we are building a platform right now which connects the DeFi ecosystem to the trading ecosystem. So we are bridging these two things now. And since we have our own AI ML models, we are giving that to the people to build something on top of it. So we are creating a infrastructure right now where people can build their own strategies on top of our machine learning models. And we have a marketplace of bots like where people can take whatever they like. And this will also be uh, possible for third party to post their strategies on our platform. So it creates a kind of like healthy competition between um, us as Bcube and somebody else. So ultimately the winners will be the users because they will select the best what they want. And that is our uh, purpose of creating this one. And people can learn some basic things like what is flash loan, what is DeFi and all this kind of stuff. Plus they will also be able to learn what is solidity language and they can learn the coding and they can learn everything. It's an education platform of our own. So that's why we call it as like all in one AI driven platform. So it's, it's end to end. They can find anything if they come to us. Nice. Thanks a lot, Guru. Uh, and actually, it's, it's quite interesting times for uh, for this business since DeFi is basically booming, as we were seeing also in uh, some previous episode where we had the CEO of Ave, for example, that was sharing with us uh, his experience. Ognien, your turn. Thank you. So just before I start a note, uh, we started as company between in the Bokas project, but since then we rebranded to Finspot. So I'm going right. to use use Finspot uh, in the in the continuation. So hi, I am Kurti Chognin. I'm the CTO and co-founder of Finspot, and we are a company with a mission to enable access to finance and solve the problem of liquidity for for small and medium enterprises. Uh, we started this work uh, more than three years ago now. And we managed to experience from multiple sides, from the bank, from a small family company, and myself as an engineer, uh, this issue that that uh, that the enterprises uh, uh, face uh, once they need, uh, let's say, money for the, for improving the cash flow and all the other needs. Uh, and we decided to build a platform that's going to to help them to to solve that. Uh, uh, what we uh, try to do is try to utilize uh, the latest technologies and also to innovate in the financial sector in, or in order to enable us that. And the first product that we built uh, is a factoring platform, uh, which enables companies to, in order of hours, uh, register, uh, apply for financing, and we then need uh, usually around a few minutes in order to, to uh, approve the financing and to have uh, money on their account. 
Uh, we started officially to work in Serbia uh, in the beginning of this year. We acquired the license from the Ministry of Finance and already have a portfolio of more than 1 million euros here in Serbia. Uh, where Block IS uh, comes into story, uh, we as a young company also experienced the same issue that our clients experience is that we are invisible to the banks. They are, because we are young, we don't have the balance sheets for two years and they just don't want to take us into consideration for, for giving us any funds. And since, since this is really a, a capital intensive industry, as you, as you know, uh, we had to innovate to find a solution to get more money. And we decided to actually tokenize the portfolio that we have as a factoring company, and then to offer that portfolio as investment uh, through a security token offering to, to the public. Uh, not strictly public, meaning that everybody can join, but accredited, accredited uh, individuals and companies can join and participate in our portfolio. Uh, they get returns which are much better than the regular uh, banking returns that you would get in account, as you already know. And we uh, managed to, to, to use that funds that is uh, otherwise being like a dead weight in, in, the, uh, in the market of, 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 uh, of a nation. Uh, to utilize that and to actually spread our portfolio. Nice. Thanks a lot, Dimitar. Hi. Well, probably our story is a little bit different and our product is uh, uh, a little bit more specialized. Uh, actually, we are uh, creating a new collateral uh, for uh, credit default swap deals. So it's a very kind of niche, very financial thing. And uh, uh, what is kind of interesting from a blockchain perspective is that uh, due to uh, a large number of uh, regulatory uh, and uh, legal uh, uh, issues, the only uh, asset class that is going to perform in a, a CDS deal is actually a blockchain asset class. Uh, so from that perspective, it was uh, really kind of a challenge to uh, create the uh, asset in such a way so we would hardwire the smart contract to uh, really faithfully follow the uh, CDS contract on one hand, and on the other hand, to provide uh, additional uh, tools for the regulators to really better manage risks uh, for uh, CDS deals. Because probably you remember, uh, CDS was kind of in the center of the 2008 financial crisis. And uh, <laughs> what we are really kind of uh, trying to do uh, over here is to rebrand it and really uh, take the best parts because it is a very, very useful instrument to uh, hedge and manage risk uh, on a much larger scale and uh, uh, take away the bad parts, uh, namely the ability to uh, make uh, uh, wild speculations on it and uh, to uh, uh, make uh, uh, more or less uh, the life of others uh, much more difficult uh, while you take the bonus. So from a dark perspective, blockchain is a really uh, innovative uh, way to, to go around the, the, the greed problem because everyone is greedy, obviously. Uh, however, the visibility that blockchain gives, uh, the uh, uh, credibility it establishes between the parties and uh, the certainty of repayment is something that is really a kind of one of the things that I personally believe is going to change the landscape of finance in the coming years. Uh, just because blockchain is uh, really superior to, to the current technology. 
Thanks, Dimitar. So it's very interesting because, you know, uh, the purpose of the Block, Block IS project is actually to uh, foster and to um, spread the knowledge around blockchain within a European context. And it's very interesting because here we already seen three different solutions and three different applications of the same technology. So different shades of the same technology. Um, you, you know, I have, uh, um, every time I talk about uh, a blockchain, uh, there is always, uh, and maybe I, I want to also know your opinion about that, uh, there is always a kind of uh, uh, fear around the world. So it's, it's definitely a buzzword, but many times uh, I have the feeling that from a consumer perspective or an investor perspective as well, many times is so much associated with uh, um, something unknown or still a, a dark hole in the market that many people have the fear of the, uh, the blockchain world because they don't know it probably. So especially I want to know the, the opinion of Guru around that because you actually deal with crypto and you said that yours is an educational platform as well. So how much important is, uh, from your side, uh, uh, your, your everyday job, basically, the knowledge that you have to give to the consumer in order to have, uh, um, you know, much more aware uh, consumer that can, can make some good choices uh, in terms of investments? That, that's, that's a very good question, actually. Because initially, when we were looking for some investor, we were going to all ventures, capitals, and you know, all these wise guys and all the lazy guys, all, all, all the people in the world. We went to everybody for investments, but 99% of them didn't understand what is blockchain, first of all. And second thing, when we said we are dealing with cryptos, the first thing that was coming to their mind was like, it's oh, a scam. People <laughs> legal, they are legit. They are some kind of scam or what is this going on here? And some people even were outright that these things are for criminals. So we faced all these kind of things. And it was very difficult for, for us to just tell them like, look, there is a technology behind it and it's not what you are thinking. And it was very, very difficult. And what happened is... Um, um, we, we actually started to socialize and go to the circles like who understands us better. Because before educating somebody, we have to make ourselves very strong. Otherwise, people don't listen to you. And this is the same type of journey that we had. We built a community around us, and then we made a token sale of BQ. And today, BQ token is listed on Uniswap. And then once we had all these community people on Saturday, 3.30 Central European time, every week, we have an educational session for our community. We tell them like what is DeFi, we tell them what is trading, we tell them what is crypto, and all very, very basic things, how to buy your first Bitcoin on Coinbase or on Binance or whatever it might be. So we teach them from the basics and we tell them like why you need to have it and what is this all about and what is blockchain technology. So this is how like we began to uh, educate people a little bit but still, uh, the overall sentiments around the Europe is still not so positive because being a French company ourselves, uh, our bank is kicking us out, actually, because we are in the crypto thing. And they have given us like some time to close the bank account and go somewhere else. Otherwise, they will be kicking us out. So although from outside, um, France looks like La French Tech and all, all these initiatives and everything, the realities are completely different. 
still people are not that open like how it might seem from outside and it's very difficult for us to make them explain the things because although you end up explaining them and they will be like okay i got everything i totally understand what you say but still we have some hesitation over that one and and for this reason actually um uh, in the block is program we built this dex trading bot because dex trading bot is the first of its kind which nobody has ever made and we were the first people to make it and thanks to block is it came to existence what a dex trading bot is very simple there is no subscription fee there is no annual fees there is no management fees there is absolutely nothing we use smart contracts to buy and sell on decentralized exchange you will connect your wallet to our smart contract where we don't have the calling option only the client has the calling option so we can't touch your funds which is audited completely and it's publicly available the audited results and then once you transfer your funds to the smart contract then whenever there is a signal from our ai models it automatically buys something on 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 like a decentralized exchange like uniswap for example and sells it automatically and when the capital amount comes back whatever the difference was there the profit amount that will be splitted between 20% to bq and 80% to the client so automatically everything happens through the smart contracts which gives like very good transparency for people and the trust will come because there is no cheating there is nothing which can happen here so this is how like we are trying to give trust to people and show them like it's possible with this amazing technology without which it was not possible at all so this is how like we are trying to educate people like from the basics through the product and through our narrative and in the future like we would like to give them direct education which i spoke about uh, like uh, teaching them some kind of languages like solidity etc thanks guru and you said something very that i found very interesting about the uh, the community that you are building a community because in this way you can build up trust which is probably what is missing uh, uh, still within the this uh, this environment and exactly. definitely the uh, attitude of the old player is not the uh the easiest one and you agni and also uh, were were mentioning that uh, like the, um, the the behavior of the of the banks of the old players towards your solution was not really they were not making your life so so easy and um and i can also imagine that being your solution a factoring solution an sme credit solution also in this period with the, um the the liquidity that probably a lot of company needed in the covid period not receiving that from the banks i think that you 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 got some uh, hands into the into the field as well or not yeah yeah i mean the uh, the banks really Uh, one of my former clients used to say that for these big corporations they are like big ships so if you, while you move the rudder it takes ages just for the boat to move or dinosaurs or dinosaurs <laughs> yeah. yeah so i think they in the end they will be forced to accept uh, crypto it's it's just a matter of time uh, regarding what guru said about uh, educating the the consumers or the clients uh this is really 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 important and you need to talk uh, as much as you can we are uh, uh in our white paper for example the first 20 pages are really only about education 
what is the technology underlying it, why is it important, what can it bring benefits. But you also need to take into account that uh, it's a trade-off. Uh, there are people who don't want to know anything about the underlying technology. They just want to use the product because they think it's a good investment, for example. And here, uh, I think the, the blockchain space is now, uh, it was lacking the abstraction layer that you would, for example, just have an app where you can trade without even knowing uh, what's, what's below. But it's now taking, uh, it's, it's getting better and better. So we are trying to build the product in a way that if you don't want to know what is underlying, if you don't need the, the, the trustless uh, functionality of blockchain, you, you just trust our brand, then you can also use it like that. But if you want to, to have access to the wallet, if you want to trade your tokens, if you are more, let's say, techy, then you can also do that. I think we need to, to have that balance until there is enough abstraction layers in the market, meaning applications and interfaces that can help the, the, the clients really navigate the, the space. Thanks. Timita, your opinion on this? Uh, of course, you are also working in a kind of... Uh, uh complicated field uh, with all the credit default swaps and so on so i'm very curious to know your opinion well i uh i wanted to make a small contrast with uh what uh, uh guru said because our uh experience as a startup was actually uh quite a bit better uh with uh some of the regulators in particular the central bank of lithuania we managed to uh get their attention and uh, they invited us uh, in their uh, groundbreaking uh, technical and regulatory sandbox. It's called LB Chain. And I really would urge all the listeners of, of the podcast to check it out. Uh, they're really wonderful people there. Uh, they're also rather strict. So they will uh, read everything you send them. And they are going to ask you all the questions you hope they're not going to ask you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is really a kind of a wonderful experience because at, at the end of the, the, the whole process, uh, you have a very clear understanding where you are going. You have very clear understanding of what your limits are. Uh, you have a very uh, good uh, uh, understanding that the regulators on the other side really know what they're doing, really know why they're doing it, and really are there to help uh, integrate uh, blockchain uh, into a new financial world. And from that perspective, I think that, yes, they are the dinosaurs, obviously, uh, but there are also uh, many people that are really eager to, to embrace change and uh, are able to see the, the potential of blockchain and the potential of uh, certain solutions within blockchain. And uh, uh, it is not as easy to get to those people, that, but they are there. And uh, everyone who listens to us, uh, please be hopeful and uh, uh, don't don't just give give up uh, on, on the first uh, two, three, five, ten hurdles. Uh, there are going to be many more, but uh, I'm uh, very convinced that at the end of, of, of the whole thing, uh, it's going to be better finance, uh, it's going to be uh, better for consumers, it's going to be better for investors, and uh, we are going to really have a world that is much better than the current one. So uh, from, from that perspective, be, be positive. <laughs> no, yeah, you touch on a, on a also a sensitive point, which is regulation, and I'm very happy that you got uh, such a great experience with the Bank of Lithuania. But as you all probably know, Europe is not so homogeneous. So um, when I was in Lithuania, indeed, I was very well impressed, but 
by the, the amazing work they are doing. But again, Europe is it's, it's not Lithuania. Lithuania, it's also kind of uh, um, a great example and uh, very best case uh, in, in class. But unfortunately, I think that a lot of work needs to be done. And that's why also programs like Block IS are pushing so much to uh, spread awareness around this, uh, this topic. Uh, and, and about I may that, yeah. interject a little bit more. Uh, the European Union itself has a really nice uh, strategy for uh, engaging and uh, uh, exploring the potential of uh, blockchain, and obviously finance is one of the the, the more obvious ones. Uh, and uh, I think that, uh, like everything in Europe, it takes time, much longer than we really hope. Uh, we have but, legacy. Uh, that's why we have a lot of legacy, so we need to cope with that. <laughs> Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. <laughs> and uh, of course, about that, uh, I I was mentioning, and you were mentioning as well, the, the Block IS project. Before closing this episode, I would really like to ask you uh, about your experience with Block IS, what you, you, you brought from this journey. Guru. BlockS was very amazing, actually, because how I came to know BlockS itself was a very big miracle. First of all, I was in Budapest. I was okay. pitching our project at Blockchain Association of Hungary. So uh, there, there were two judges. Uh, it was Daniel and Smilia uh, from Serbia. They, they were sitting there as judge, and I finished my pitch. And everybody were asking questions, some skeptic questions, some good questions, some bad questions, all types of questions. And uh, actually, Daniel and Smilia were quite impressed, like what we were doing and where we are going. And finally, we won the uh, pitch on that day, the best pitch and the best startup, all the awards. And then after that, we were discussing about it, like, well, okay, you guys are doing blockchain, but we are just one product is on blockchain, but other things are also there for decentralized exchange. So it's not that. So is it possible like we can get in block IS also? So this was the question when they were speaking to it. They said like, look, even if there is like 30, 40% of blockchain in that one, still you are a blockchain project. So you can of course apply for it. And from there, our journey began together. And throughout the process, of uh, Block IS, they were very supportive. I mean, like whenever we had some doubt, we were going back to them and they were very, very, very good and very kind. I can tell you something, it's not an exaggeration. I have been to like a lot of accelerated programs before, a lot of incubation programs before, but have never seen something like Block IS because this worked like a family all the time and there were always somebody to help. Actually, even during um, uh, development of our uh, product at uh, the Dex Training Board, we had like a lot of hurdles because it was not so easy to make what we were making actually. So we needed some expertise. And and it was like Daniel or somebody else, like they were always putting us across the right person. And some people like whom we have just seen for a few minutes on all, all the meetings, like just hi, hello. And we don't know them actually. We can't reach yeah. them uh, out to them. And we needed some very big experts from our TWO and all, all these intros we got from them very easily. And we discussed with these kind of PhD guys, like very smart guys. They could give us a solution writing back uh, very, very fast because it doesn't happen normally. You know, like in all the acceleration program, okay, you are there. We give you some kind of webinars, come there, learn and get out. That's it. There is no more business after that. Yeah. But it was entirely different here. 
And even after the product was developed, when we were going back to them, like, look, we are building this kind of product. This is our target audience. And this is our client. We are facing this problem here. Can you please uh, help us out here? They were looking for some contacts. Who knows, like friend of friend of friend of friend of this person. Like, this is the way to go. This is a loop to go. And like, okay, I have put an intro. Now you take it over from there. So always we had like, not just about like the program itself. Program itself was amazing, first of all. And and the funds, of course, like which helped a lot also in hiring process, which which always of course, is, of, of course, course. Of everything course. boils down to money at the end, whether you want it or not. So <laughs> that's how our world works, but it's uh, we don't yeah. have to be ashamed of that. I have to say. Oh no, no, absolutely not. I love money, by the way. So uh, everything comes down to crypto in the end. Bravo. Yeah, that's the <laughs> and don't forget B cube tokens, please. <laughs> of course, of so, course, you're a good salesman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so it was an amazing it, experience, like all together uh, uh, till the end. Guru. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I think the 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 good side of the of the BlockIS project is that actually there are a lot of competencies within the consortium, you know. So there is the technical side, the business side, the promotion side. So uh, we are quite proud of the way we we, we build up everything. Ognien, did you also have uh, such a great experience as a guru? Yes, yes, Difficult definitely. Difficult to beat it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we also met uh, Daniel and Mladen. Big shout out to them, by the way, uh, in a conference here in Serbia about SME financing. And they, they were there just hunting for startups that, that could join the program. We did a short pitch of three or four minutes while drinking coffee. And that's how we started. And I, I, I just want to add that really... Uh, it's an efficient accelerator program. And I really, there are a lot of accelerator programs that, that are there just for the bureaucracy reasons, uh, being slow, but this was really efficient on point uh, from one to, to other phase, uh, things worked. And it actually really helped us to define not just the technology, but uh, all the things around the startup. And we managed to secure a seed investment in August of last year. Uh, Congratulations. I, I think quite a lot of what we did during the Blockhouse program helped us to be ready for that, for those negotiations, for those pitching to the investor and so on. So definitely was a, was a success and I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Agnian. Dimitar, your experience with uh, with Block IS. Well, uh, on top of uh, everything the, the the previous guests have already uh, said, which I can wholeheartedly repeat, uh, I want to uh, underline the community building uh, uh, part of uh, the whole experience, because you meet uh, all sorts of people from all around Europe. That all of them are great, all of them are uh, really smart people, and you can uh, not only uh, open up to to other uh, founders uh, that are in uh, that network, but uh, create a network, uh, have them in uh, your contact book uh, every time you uh, need to, let's say, have a uh, joint project application. You can pick up the phone and say, hey, do you remember me? <laughs> do you want to join? And uh, they, they all say yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, that, that, from my perspective, is uh, really amazing. That it's not only the, 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 the financial support, it's not only the business support, but it's also the, the, the wonderful people uh, around the table that you meet. Very happy to hear that, actually. And uh, of course, uh, Daniel, uh, who, is, uh, who was mentioned quite a lot of time in this episode, will also be very happy when he's going to listen to this. 
so guys, thanks a lot for joining us to, today. Um, I just want to leave our audience with one last uh, insight from, from your side, which is actually uh, about your company. So uh, where we can find out more information about your project? Guru. Okay, uh, more information to the project is right here. I told you you were a good salesman. <laughs> Selling, you know, like I'm trying my best. So this is where they can go and they can search on BQ on Uniswap if they're interested in token or interested in the product, buy anything you want. We have all the products for all the age category and even your grandmothers and grandfathers can use our platform. It is so, so, so easy. All you need to have is just a phone and a number. That's it. I'm texting my grandma then. <laughs> Thanks, Guru. <laughs> Ognien, where can we find more info about FinSpot? Yeah, so just visit uh, finspot.rs or follow us on LinkedIn. Or if you are interested more to hear about the tokenization security token offering that we are preparing, you can just write to info at finspot.rs. And yeah, uh, watch out for, for the autumn. We will be doing a security token offering in Serbia, first of its kind. And Happy to happy to to welcome all the guests. Thanks, thanks a lot, Dimitar. About Derivium. Well, uh, you can visit our website uh, derivium.com, and uh, it's more or less all there, or at least uh, all that we have managed to 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 uh, put up there. But uh, more is coming uh, pretty much on monthly basis. So, <laughs> if you happen keep, to be interested, keep following us. Uh, keep keep following. Yes. <laughs> Great. Thanks a lot, guys. It was a pleasure to have you here. Uh, you gave us a lot of uh, um, information about the, the blockchain ecosystem and your experience within BlockIS. So I'm very happy to, to host this episode. And thanks a lot to our audience for having joining us. Remember to follow us as well uh, on our social media. And uh, let's keep in touch. Ciao. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Ciao. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Breaking Banks Europe, a Provoke Media podcast in cooperation with Fintech Stage. Don't forget to tweet us out, shout out, or post to the team at Breaking Banks EU on Twitter. If there's something or someone you'd like to hear on our cast, let us know. See you next week on Breaking Banks Europe.